Okay, welcome back, everybody, to the happy hour. Uh, it's it's been a while, but we're back, and uh, I'm sitting down with um, my good pal, my good friend, uh, Jacob Smith. It's good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Mm. It's a pleasure. Um, you are actually one of the first people I've had on here that I like have known probably like the shortest amount of time because everyone oh, else I've had on here has been like an old friend so sweet well, this, is, awesome. this will be interesting <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great the so, first podcast I've ever done too so oh well a very interesting one to get started on <laughs> all right um just for a little bit of audience um I guess forewarning this is kind of a live show <laughs> so it's good we're in person and then we're doing something a little different and it's going to lead into one of the topics we're talking about today we're actually uh we're building some lego sets because uh we're we're both big fans of oh, them. Yeah. we build them all the time and so uh we're, we're doing that today why not uh we're gonna try i'm trying to start up some interactive episodes so this should be very interesting <laughs> um but yeah so if you hear some some crinkling and some other stuff we have a viewer over here <laughs> she's <laughs> she's off in the shadows <laughs> it's not too late katie we're you talking, could hop talking in. star wars you could hop in Star Wars is terrible. Oh, how dare you? Okay. Wow, that hurt. <laughs> um, You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> fired. Terrible. <laughs> Awful. Um, so if you if you hear some crinkling or some rustling around, that's just us getting our pieces together. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So uh, Jake, why don't you tell the people at home what you're what you're building over there? Well, it is a uh, Plan B here. I, I was originally after the newly released Mandalorian Lego helmet head. Yes. Uh, yes. But unfortunately, Target did not have any left when I went there. So I had to go with Plan B, which is another one I've always wanted, which is Venom. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, favorite, my favorite Spider-Man villain. So, so you know what? This is, a, this is a good option. It'll look good next to Boba Fett. Yeah. So. I, was, um, I was talking to Bethany, our friend, just a second ago. And she was like, why didn't you buy both of them and then have him Venmo you? I was like, oh, that would have been smart. Because then it's like we could have had him secure. Oh, man. Oh, well. I'll get my hands on one eventually, but yeah, they seem to be they seem to be pretty hot because all the other ones were still left there. Like all the other like new uh, Lego heads, yeah, were still there, but the Mando ones were fresh out. Oh yeah, so. they they go pretty quick. Yeah, so. and I feel like this is a pretty recent release. Like these haven't been out that long. Yeah, I I want to say like maybe like a month or two ago is when they released a, a fresh set of new wow. sets with I think it's like the Mando helmet and then there's like a Rebel. Uh, Rebel Helmet. Yeah, I saw that one too. I was thinking about it, but I was like, I'm going with Plan A. I'm going yeah. with Mando. <laughs> I was going to say, so, Mando, that's the roots, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so we've uh, we've had some conversations about uh, Legos and Lego building before. Um, mm-hmm. And we've, we've talked about like some of the first sets that got us into this kind of stuff. Do you remember like which one was your first or like which one was your favorite or anything well, of the sort? Um, well, my very first Lego set was, it was a clone turbo tank. And I believe it was the original one that they released back, I want to say, okay, so I remember I got it for my first communion. It was like a first communion present. Wow. And um, so that would have been, okay, so that would have been second grade. I graduated eighth grade in 2012, so that would have been at least, what, 2006 or so? Something like that, probably. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. I, I think that was the original, original Turbo Team. Um, it probably was, yeah, because up at that point, we hadn't seen, like, I don't, I don't think we'd seen anything of, like, a turbo tank in any kind of Star Wars media at that mm-hmm. point. I might be wrong, but... Yeah, because I believe the first we saw it was in Episode 3, which came out well, probably not too long. I think it was, honestly, right around that time, which is one of the, like, I think one of the reasons it was released. Yeah, probably. 
Somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that was my first one. And I remember I like didn't know what to do. So basically my dad built it for me. Oh, yep. Um, and I still remember we kept having trouble getting it to like stay together, you know, as you do with most Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and me being a young age, I was really sad that it kept breaking all the time. Oh, yeah, me too. I, w- I would always hate that whenever it decided to just break on me. It's like, come on. Yeah, and uh, it was just getting frustrating. And at that point, um, we actually, this is still, I kind of regret doing this, but in a way, it's still kind of funny. Um, we actually took the entire set apart and gl- put it back together, but glued it together. Oh, really? <laughs> and like, I know a lot of Lego fans, they're like, oh, why would you do that? It's like <laughs> ruining the set. It's a sin. And yeah, and like, you know, at the time I was like, oh no, this is freaking awesome. Now yeah. it won't break and I can play with it. <laughs> but now as I got older, I was like, well, damn, I kind of, uh, yeah, probably should have done suddenly that. Suddenly you realize that everyone would have been screaming at you. It's like, oh, they would have been right. Yeah. yeah. And, and fun fact, it is still glued together to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I still have it at home. <laughs> the strength of the Gorilla Glue so, never fades. That's right. That's <laughs> so, awesome. That was, that was my very first set ever. And, oh, um. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. I also had a um, an AT8 or an ATTE. Ooh. And it was another like a, another pretty large set, but I got that a few years later when I was a bit older and actually knew how to put together Legos. Right. So I put the, I put together that one myself and I didn't glue it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the purists and didn't glue. Yeah, I was like I can't. It's great. At that point I had a bunch of other Legos and I liked playing with them all, so I would like, you know, of course build them and then once I got tired of them I would tear them apart and then yeah. You know, use it to build other other creations of my own, mm-hmm. if you will. But yeah, my little brother was one of those who was like insanely creative when it came to like old sets. So like, mm-hmm. if we had one that he was kind of sick of, he would like tear it apart and then make like, oh, I made a spaceship out of it. It's like it, it always looked really cool. Mm-hmm. But I was I would try my hand at it. I was never I was never that good. <laughs> yeah, my. Uh... See, my go-to usually were just different. I would just build different ships. Yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't really the best at it either. Building like just my own custom stuff. Mm. So a lot of the times I did keep my sets together for the most part. And then if they ever did break, it was sometimes not even like by my own hand. It would like you know fall off the table because my old Lego table just used to be this big like massively like the size of this table just in the middle of the living room. Oh really. <laughs> So yeah, and like when we got our uh, when we got our dog, that was one of her favorite things to do was to jump on that table and bite and eat some of my Legos. So oh no, a lot of them broke just from her being up on on the table and just from doing her own thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. Because like our dog did the same thing. Like if she ever got hold of Legos, you know you'd find a mm-hmm. couple bricks later on just chomped to bits. It's like <laughs> oh damn yeah. it. Oh yeah, and then we would come home after being away for a little bit, and then. We would see that she had done that, and yeah. she had known that she wasn't supposed to do that, so she'd go hide. Yep. But yep. Like, I still tore up the turbo tank. We always knew something was wrong when our dog was hiding under our uh, like our office desk. We had a room specifically for like our parents to use as offices if they ever had to work from home. Mm-hmm. And if she was hiding under that, it's just like, what did you get into? And we'd like scour the house trying to figure out what she did. And it's like, no, she got to the Legos. Yeah. That was usually the first thing to go yeah. for, for me when I was – and then she also like – so I, I forget, it was either my, my mom or I think it might have even been my grandma. She knew that, you know, we I liked Legos. So she liked, I don't know if you ever had the um, the Lego series, like, magazines growing up. Oh. If you ever got them, like, delivered to your house. 
I, I might have gotten like one or two. They might have just been like hand me downs from somebody else. But I think I remember. I think I remember what you're talking about. I might be wrong, but go ahead. But yeah, we we would get those, and uh, it, usually like every month or so, or maybe every year, they would release new sets, and they would basically just send out this magazine to pretty much just advertise whatever they okay, are releasing they, that year. Yeah, I got I got a couple of those mm-hmm. every now and then. Yeah, and well, we had like oh god, maybe like ten of them. Wow, throughout the years and. It was like building up before I got our before we got our dog, and then one day she found the bin that had them all in it, and I kid you not, she shredded every last one of them. Oh, no, we, the, we couldn't even see the carpet because it was covered in. It was just covered in paper. Yes. Oh no! Just, I was like, no. I was like, Daisy, how will I ever know what's coming out? I know, and like, I don't know. Uh, it was just fun to like look at some of the pictures and get some of the ideas of you know future. Christmas and birthday Oh, wishes. absolutely. Yeah, that's like one of those, um, I don't know, did you ever get like around Christmas time, like major toy companies would work together and they'd pile all their products into mm-hmm. one magazine and they would mm-hmm. send it out to whoever was like subscribed to it mm-hmm. and you would just like go through looking at it with your siblings and circle what you wanted or cut it out and put it on a piece of paper and hand it over to your parents like, I want this and they're like, I can't afford all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I did because, yeah. you know, growing up that's, the first thing, whenever my parents were like, what do you want for Christmas? Um, my That was the first thing that I always thought of was some Legos. Same. Yeah. It was always like, we were like, there's me, my two brothers, and my little sister. We were all pretty much the same way. We were like, Legos first. Mm-hmm. Maybe not my sister until a little later, but yeah. she was still kind of just on board with it. She's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that that was me and um, one of my best friends growing up, uh, who's Quincy. Quincy. Coincidentally, his name is also Jacob. Um, he would also collect Legos, and he's really kind of the one that got me into Star Wars to begin with. Oh wow! And um, so that was always like his first uh, his first thing that he would always wish for too was like just different Legos, and we both got into them together and would collect them. And I would like go down to his house and like we would play with those Legos. That's and awesome! All that stuff. So that's kind of what kickstarted the the interest at a young age. Yeah. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel a little weird about Lego sometimes because, like, it, it was one of those things for me where it was, like, our first kind of, like, breaking into Lego was never, like, an official set. You know, it wasn't, like, a Star Wars one or anything. We had just recently moved to Louisville. Um, like, we were kids at the point, mm-hmm. uh, and we had just moved to town, and we, we, we already made some family friends, and they were like, hey, our kids are getting kind of old, and they don't want their uh, their Legos anymore. Do your younger kids want them? And our parents were like, I mean, we'll, we'll sure. give them to them, see what happens. And it was just like this huge bin just full of like mismatched parts and all this other stuff, and it was super like, it was super interesting to get into, but it was never like, oh, this is a definite set to this, and this is, def- this is definitely gonna match up with this. It was just a mishmash of things. Mm-hmm. But once we messed around with them, we were like, Oh no! There's like whole sets out there with cool figures and all this other stuff. Like we should we should look into these, and right. then it just became like every Christmas we were like, "Hey, new Legos, <laughs> get us some." Yeah, were um, were Star Wars Legos the ones that you typically went with, or oh yeah, and once you kind of started getting into them, yeah, absolutely. Like because uh, our parents were big Star Wars fans because they were they were around when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they were young when it came out, but it was still like a big thing for them. So they. Right. Uh, they were always cool with it. They were like, hey, yeah, we got the, the movies. And so we were always watching them growing up. And so when we found out there were Lego Star Wars out there, we were like, oh, we need them. We need those. It's like, I need those things. I need that. <laughs> I want the Kenobi. Yeah. I, I wish I had, like, I don't know, some of my old figures um, 
let's see, some of my old figures were probably the ones from the Turbo Tank, and then I got some old, like, um, Episode 3, I always call them Episode 3, but, like, Phase 2 armor clones, like, some yeah, of the original yeah. ones, and, like, I don't know, it was just so cool being able to, like, collect those, like, figures, because when I was younger, that's all I really was after were the minifigures. Yep. Um, which is funny, now that I'm older, I still like to collect Legos, but I only get them now for, you know, like, the I'll buy them set. without, yeah, without yeah. an actual set, like... You know, growing up, I would never have bought... If they had, like, the Legos that we're building right now out when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have wanted them because they didn't have people. I mean, yeah. I was the same way, like, especially when, um, like, Clone Wars sets were coming out. At that Mm -hmm. point, they had, like, clones with the Phase 1 helmet, so it's, like, circular with the little dorsal fin and the triangle visor and everything. I was just like, oh, those are so cool. (laughs) But I didn't care about the set. I was like, a tank? I don't need that. I was like, I just want that. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, I don't need this. And so I'd just buy them, like, we'd buy them up as soon as we could, and then we'd just dish the instructions and go straight for the thing. <laughs> and now I'm looking back, and I'm like, you idiots. Yeah. You stupid yeah. kids. There was one set that I bought that I was like, you know what, I just wanted the clone pilot. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was like a, what's it, I think it's the B-Wing. It's where, um, oh, maybe it's not B-Wing. Um, it's basically, there's, you know, two wings on the angle, and then there's one wing going down the middle. It looks like a T. Oh, it's the, uh, I forgot what the actual ship is called. Oh, it's the Torrent Fighter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That one. I got that one. I didn't even build it. I just wanted the pilot. I remember seeing that one as a kid, like, walking around. I'd see it, and I'm just like, oh, that figure's so cool. And my dad'd be like, what about the set? I'm like, but the figure. But the figure, that's the that's the best part. So, <laughs> Dad, you're new to the Lego game. The figures are all we care about nowadays. It's like, mm. what? <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, that was, like, for, I want to say maybe, like, until I was, like, eighth maybe eighth grade or so that was really all i cared about were just the sets and oh yeah and i would try and i would try and buy um like battle packs back in the uh, day like when they were you know 10 bucks now they're like what 20 something now if not more yeah yeah i would buy oops i would buy those um battle like multiple battle packs just to have a, a big clone army or a big droid army or something like yeah, that yeah i see a lot of those now like scrolling through instagram or on youtube i'll see like Hundreds of thousands of clone Lego fig- like figures. I'm like, how do you have that many? Like, yeah. You must have been saving those up for like so many years. Yo. But I admire you. I, know. I was like, I wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, there's this guy. Um, let's see. Did I, I think I might have made a mistake here. Um, oh, maybe not. That's what happens when we get too wrapped up in the discussion. We make mistakes. I know. Yep, there it is. That's oh. what I need to do. Um, there was this guy that... Me and uh, me and some friends would always watch growing up. That he was his name was Lego Boy. I might have I might have showed you one of his videos. Before. You did, um, yeah. This is Clone Army video. That yeah. was his big thing that he always uh, kind of like advertised mm-hmm. was that he has like this biggest like, biggest clone army on YouTube or something like that. And yeah, that that's what he would do. Like he would order. I think he said um, back during the the Clone Wars sets. That battle pack that came with like the little walker, and I think it came with two regular clones and then two turret pilots. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, he got, I think he said like four or five hundred of those. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's like what you know, what five hundred? I can't do math. Right. Well, two thousand so, clones, something like that. Yeah. But like, if you're looking at like just the pricing alone for that, because if they let's say like they were ten dollars back then, mm-hmm. that would be like hundreds of dollars, thou- like hundreds if not thousands of dollars spent yeah. on just those. just those, yeah. And like, oh my gosh, he has. There's another 
another Lego set that has, um, um, I, I always forget the names of them too, but it's basically, it comes with the drop ship, but it comes with like, it looks like an ATTE, but the top is open and, um, it comes with 12 clone troopers and okay. I think two pilots and, um, I can't, it's gonna kill me. I can't. I can't think of the name. But basically, it was the, this big walker that came with a dropship that could attach to it and pick it up. Mm. And it came with like twelve different clones. And he had you know multiple ver- multiple sets of those too, which also added to his That's army. Crazy. But yeah, I see all of those, and I'm just like, they're, I'm like, they're so cool looking, but oh, the money! Like, oh, I know. Well, he always. Um, he would always talk about how he would get, like, sponsors and stuff and pay. And oh, so a lot of sponsors would pay for his stuff. Um, he kind of bragged about it a little bit. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, hey, you know what? You don't, you don't got to do that. But <laughs> you don't got to shame us. Yeah. But that's how he was able to get some of those sets, at least starting off. Gotcha. Um, and then he just – he's pretty big now. Uh, so I, I yeah. know he probably still gets money from all his videos. So that's what he uses to buy all the sets. And I was like, man, I wish yeah. I want that. What people don't know is that's the goal for this podcast is if we can make enough money, that's, yeah. what, we're, that's what we're going to do. With the say, if this episode gets us hundred dollars, you know, right where it's going to go. It's going to go right back to getting Legos. We're taking it back. Boys. That's where I'm getting a freaking Mando helmet for the Republic. Let's go. And not just the Lego one either. The real one. So. Yeah. Uh, so actually that kind of leads into something else I wanted to talk about because we, have had many a discussion at length about uh, ye old Mando oh, yeah. and uh, all that. Um, how did you? Were you always excited about the Mandalorian show when it was announced? Or oh like, yeah, yeah. Because I was, oh, yeah. I was a little on the fence about it when it came out. Because I'm like, we don't know who this is gonna be. Like, it's not gonna be any established character. But then when I was seeing it, I was like, I couldn't care less. This is great. Was it always like that for you too? Yeah, like I. Remember when they first announced it? Cause I really liked just Mandalorians in general. Like, Jango Fett and Boba Fett were some of my favorite characters uh, watching Star Wars growing up. And I wanted them so bad in Lego. Right. Um, and I never... Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. I did get a, uh, a Boba Fett. But it was like you mentioned before how you would get, like, people would, like, hand down Legos. Yeah. Um, that's what our neighbor, my, the neighbor next to us... He was giving away some of his Legos, and these were, like, old Legos. Oh, like, really? So, way, like, before, like, sets that came out before I was even born. Oh, wow. And he had a Boba Fett. Oh, like, wow. one of the original ones. And oh, I wow. I got that, and I was like, oh, this guy's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always, I've always really liked them, and um, now I definitely think you know more about the, the lore behind Mandalorians and Star Wars than I do. I've learned a little bit, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's so cool, and, like, they just elaborated on it so well. And, yeah. I just have always been really interested in it, and then when they announced the show, I was like, "Oh yes, this is gonna be, this yeah. is gonna be nuts." I still remember the uh, the first day it came out. I was telling myself, um, "You know, I'm gonna wait." I was working that day, and I was like, "I'm gonna wait until I get home, and I'm gonna watch it." Um, but like when uh, it released, like the midnight releasing of it or something, yeah. um, or well, I think it was like four a.m. or something for. Our time. It was, yeah, because they have, like, ridiculous output times for that. Yeah. So it was, like, super late. But I remember waking up at, like, 6 a.m., and um, I logged on to Instagram, and I follow various Star Wars accounts on there. Sure. Yep. And um, they had already listed a review because they would already watched it, mm-hmm. and they said that it was one of the best things they've ever seen. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, of course, i got to go to freaking work. I can't watch <laughs> it right now. Ah, damn it, I got mm-hmm. to. 
But then when my uh, my lunch hour rolled around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Yep. So I literally went to my car and watched Mandalorian on my lunch break. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It it was one of the best things ever. Oh, <laughs> Katie's up there screaming about something. <laughs> she's probably re- she's really happy for me that I waited. <laughs> I really watched the Mandalorian on my lunch break. She's like, I'm so proud you waited until the lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, yeah. yeah, I remember um, I wasn't... Like I said earlier, I wasn't like 100% on board for it at the time because I was like, uh, like, it seems interesting, but I'm not really sure. Like, it could be good. It could be bad. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when that first trailer came out, it barely showed anything. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I, was I like, mean, this looks really I was good. Say, this is, like, super mysterious. And, like, I was kind of – I was really interested in seeing, like, a Star Wars story because this was, like, one of the first things that – the first show, if I'm not mistaken – well, I guess no Rebels was out by that by then, but – uh this was the first like live action Star Wars that we're gonna see that doesn't involve, at least at the time, it didn't involve like the main story, yeah, like, characters. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert! I hope I didn't spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. But, um, it's a couple years old at this point. Yeah, that's what I was okay. gonna say. Um, but I was a little, I guess you could say I was a little tiny bit skeptical when they first announced it too, because um, at the point I'm trying to think. I don't... Was all nine episodes out of Star Wars by then? Uh, no. No, so they had been... I can't remember. Uh, so Mandalorian released in November of 2019, and the ninth episode of, of the movies was going to come out, like, mm-hmm. a mo- on Christmas of that year. Mm-hmm. So it was okay, leads so. up to the finale of that. So, so episode... Uh, yeah, episode eight was out by yeah. then. And I know episode eight is a very um, famous... Uh, famous... Star Wars movie, I say famous, but like in a bad way. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't really like it, and like I know a lot of people were kind of worried that mm-hmm. potentially this would just I don't know just be on the same kind of level as some of those ep- the last few episodes were. Yeah, that it would kind of fall to. That yeah, episode. yeah. But then when I heard when I found out that our boy Dave Filoni is doing it, I was like, <laughs> oh, he can't mess it up. He did Clone Wars. That's true. Rebels. Yeah. So there's no way it's gonna be bad. There's no way this is gonna fail. Yeah, and I was, I was correct. It was yep. magnificent. It was beautiful. And I just uh, I think I mentioned before they just announced that they finished um, filming season three. They have, yeah. So hopefully we'll get a trailer at least within the next few months. I, I bet it will be. It might. They might One can like hold <laughs> off until Kenobi is done. But um, I'll probably yeah, more than likely. More but than I, I, it'll still be worth it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm always ready for some new Mando content. That's right. Yeah, I, I was super excited to watch it, and then um, every week, whenever uh, the new episodes came out, I would always watch them on my lunch break. <laughs> I never wanted to wait till I get home because I. Was one afraid of spoilers, and right. two, I just I was excited to watch it. So yeah, most people like are looking forward to lunch break just because they can eat. You're like, oh, but I get to see new Mando stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> oh yeah, I would just like run down to Subway or Panda Express and bring it out in my car and watch it in my watch it on my phone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's how that's how I did it for the entirety of season one, and then <laughs> when season two was rolling out, I was back in school, so I was like, ah, I'll just watch it. Yep. Whenever I get some, whenever I get free time, but yeah, I um, I didn't have Disney Plus at the time when it first came out. And so I was just like, oh man, I want to, I want to watch this show, but I don't, I don't have a way of watching it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, uh, my buddy and my roommate at the time, Casey, had a, his family had gotten Disney Plus at the time. And he was like, you can just use ours. I was like, are you sure? And he goes, yeah, just pull it up on the Sweet. TV and you can watch it all you want. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And so I just went for it and I just sat there completely bewildered by the whole thing for a little bit. And he goes, 
is it really that good? I was like, buddy, this is, this oh, is phenomenal. It was, it was really, really good. Yeah, it was really well done, too. Like, everything mm-hmm. they did just made it feel, like, real and heavy and just, oh, so good. Yeah, and a lot of people were saying that they were, like, worried that, you know, you would there wouldn't be much, like, emotion in the show because, you know, you never see his face. Right. But, I, honestly, there's, like, just as much emotion, if not more, I feel like, the fact that he has his helmet on the whole time yeah. than he would if, you know, if he actually took his helmet off all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It doesn't take away, I don't think. It's it really still super though. tense most of the time and like in the show and like I don't know, it's just always you never really know what's gonna happen. And like Pedro Pascal, the actor for the lead, he like he learned how to do emotions without his face being visible because of this role. Like so he was able to kind of like tilt his head in a certain way with the helmet on that you can like see that he was just like mm-hmm. oh he's like feeling this way or another right as like the show progressed mm-hmm. and then you know you do get to see his face at the end spoilers mm-hmm. but, spoilers um, <laughs> it's been two years it's been two years you should see it <laughs> um but even then it was just like that was one of the scenes where it was like yeah you can see his face but it doesn't really take away from his acting as like mm-hmm. helmeted right it's still great it's still phenomenal yeah and one of the coolest things, I didn't even really pick up on this, but a friend pointed it out to me. Like, the level of detail that they put in this show, um, it, um, in that, what episode is it? It's when um, him and, um, I forgot the, the character's name, but it's the Bill Burr guy. Um, oh, it's, uh, it's in season two. Um, Mayfield. Mayfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when him and Mayfield are uh, the tank drivers, and they like go in and try and find like Moff Gideon's uh, coordinates on that Imperial yeah. computer in there. Yeah. Um, as you know, he takes his helmet off. Spoilers. Um, and um, he gets caught talking with people, like Imperials there with his helmet off. Um, but the way he, like, looks around and moves, you know, is, like, he acts like he still has a helmet on. Yeah, because, I mean, he's lived his whole life with it on. That yeah. He, uh, like, it's instinctual almost mm-hmm. to move his whole head around to see something. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, that level of detail, I think, just makes the show, like, just even better. It does, yeah. It really just grounds it in reality, because it's, like, when you spend your whole life just, like, with only a certain field of vision, you're going to have to, like, Mm -hmm. even if it's not there anymore, you have to be able to move around and see stuff. Yeah. And, like, that was one of his, you know, hammering home things he would always talk about in the show, is that you never remove the helmet. Yeah. I would believe, if you were to tell me that, I would believe that he never has his helmet off the way he acts when he actually does have it off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, even just looking at the show and, like, his acting skills, it's like, oh, he wore that helmet around regardless of what mm-hmm. he was doing. <laughs> That's right. Even when he was eating, he had to eat alone. <laughs> yeah, <just> sad Mando. <laughs> sad boy Mando hours. I know. But, yeah, no, I, I can't wait for season three. It's going oh, yeah. to be so it's fun. It's going to be great, but we got to get through Kenobi first. Got to get gonna through be, Kenobi. That's going to be magnificent as well. So. I like how we have to say we have to get through Kenobi. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going through mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's not that I, I'm being forced to. I'm very willing. <laughs> right, yeah. Waiting until, what, now it's, what, May 20, I think May 27th. Yeah, it I is. Think. So we're only, like, what's today? The 9th of April? So we're, like... Uh, little a month little and a month. few weeks out, something like that. Uh, I can't do math. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's yeah, a little just a little over a month. Okay, now, which is yeah, not, not too far. Either. And we get two episodes. Oh, well, when it since it got delayed by two days. I have messed up somewhere in this instruction. This I remember uh, this stand. I'm building the stand part for. So oh yeah, like, and this is a lot more complex than the Boba Fett one. Well, I'm kind of surprised. I thought really? the same. 
what is going on here with these instructions? I'm so lost. So we turn this around. The one bad thing about this set is a lot of the pieces are the same color. The yeah, that's the same. Way more colorful. So this one is like it's hard to determine which ones are which. Yeah, there's These a lot of gray with the, the Mando helmet. Yeah. Which I saw some people kind of upset about this set just because it's like they were hoping for more of a silver look rather than um, mm -hmm. than just like plain stormy gray or whatever this is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I still think it's oh yeah. it's a Mando helmet. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, and it's it's hard to get silver effects. I feel like it is in yeah. or in, in Lego. So yeah, they're they're doing their best. Yeah, here. as long as as long as the Mando helmet is out there. Right. That's all that I need. Yeah. <laughs> Just need this little bit and you know we're good. And then we'll be safe. <laughs> yeah, I um after that show came out, I was like, oh that was that was really good. And I wanted to learn a little bit more about them, so I did a little bit of reading. And then uh, I got really into this uh, this book series. That's uh, it's Star Wars as well. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's all about the like this squad of clone commandos. Oh nice. Super, super good book series. It's like five I think five books long. Mm-hmm. So, Does it have anything to do with the game? Actually, a little bit. It like mentions it every now and then, but mm -hmm. uh, it it follows a different squad uh, oh, okay. than the game does. Gotcha. But um, just curious. It's still like a really. It was still a really good read through, but they had a lot of like Mandalorian language and culture in it, and I was Ooh, like, nice. "Whoa, this is even more in depth than I thought it was." But it was so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I might have to check that out because I don't know, I've I've never been a big. Uh, reader, unless it's something that's like I, I like, which yeah. you know, Star Wars and reading that would probably, I feel like that would probably sit pretty well. It does, yeah. Um, especially, I guess, is it um, is it canon? No, you know? unfortunately, it's not. I hate that they went through and basically, I throw. I don't know if like books were ever canon at one point, but I feel like they should be because they tell they some were. really good stories, and I'm, I'm sure the clone, the clone commando one, probably tells really cool. Stories. Oh yes, yeah. I mean like. Dave Filoni and John Favreau, like with the Mandalorian show, and then a few like other projects they have, like uh, Rebels. I think they've like tried to make the incorporation of some stuff from that used to be canon that wasn't. They're trying to bring that stuff back in. So like you have Grand Admiral Thrawn being brought in again. You have like um, there was somebody else that was brought back in. I can't remember who, but they uh, they had all these kinds of things that they were like. Yeah, we want to bring these back in. It's just taking some time. Mm -hmm. uh, and fans were like, oh, thank God. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know if there's any... Uh, I don't know if there's any word about the uh, Republic Commando books being brought in. But they, I think they made the game canon. Because in the Bad Batch, you see Scorch for a hot second. Oh, yeah. So, that's yeah. that's true. That's true. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember watching that and being like, no way. And yeah. then I looked and I was like, it's him! I know. Like, like there's just like so much stuff they could use with that. Like, the Clone Wars yeah. is already pretty in-depth mm -hmm. and if they ever like I, it was sad to see them in the series but like if they ever wanted to bring it back they have so much they could do with clone commandos oh absolutely yeah because they even have an episode two in um the actual clone war show is there I, see i i can't remember what season it was in but i believe there was a um, a part where you could see clone commandos in the actual clone war show as well yeah you could um there's a couple times i think mm -hmm. so like there's a yeah, I'm having trouble remembering the seasons, but there's one kind of like couple episodes, or maybe it was just an episode that followed a clone commander who had like had amnesia, mm -hmm. uh, and then there was like a brief glimpse at uh, the commandos from the game. Mm -hmm. so, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be really cool, and I, it was it was fun playing as them in uh, Battlefront Two. Oh yeah, when they added that DLC, and I was like, ooh, 
Let me just use that real quick. I still go back and play that game specifically to get that. <laughs> to be the specifically to be the commando. I'm just like honestly, I read the yeah. books. I earned this. Yeah, honestly, I don't blame you. Like, yeah, it's so good. They're fun too. They're fun to play as because like. You know, if you're playing an enforcer unit, you got a special grenade. They attach, like, they make their rocket or their anti-armor attachments and everything. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's such a good little bit of yeah. detail that they added into the game. Yeah, I agree. And I, I do hope that they they pull more stuff, like, from yeah. old Lon Cannon stuff mm-hmm. like, and put it more back into Star Wars. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's confirmed or not. But to me, it seems like at least they took inspiration from it. But um, in that... Clone Wars, or Clone Wars, um, in the Star Wars Old Republic MMO video game. Sure. Yeah. When you choose to be a bounty hunter, when you are, your character is first introduced, he flies in on this ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that game is no longer canon. Yeah. But the ship that you fly in on looks very similar to the Razor Crest. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I remember we talked about that a while ago. Yeah. Because, like, we were, like, you had told me about the. Old Republic, and I kind of knew about it, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were watching that opening cutscene after I kind of just bit the bullet and did it, and uh, we were like, "Wait, is that is that a Razor Crest?" And I think it it wasn't, but I think they definitely took some kind of inspo from it. Yeah, cause it it looks very similar. At least like the engines and stuff are like placed the same, and it's got roughly the same like shape. So I would. I would be on board with saying that it is, but I mean, I don't know if there's anywhere, any place we can confirm it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I'm trying to think. I know, like, he says it a couple times in the show, like, his ship is, like, pre-Empire, so, like, during the Republic, maybe even before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, that yeah, that's true. So, I don't know if that's, uh, if that's, like, a giveaway that it is, like, uh, an old Republic ship or something, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if there was anything that was going to do it, it'd do that. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, there's like, I don't know, just a lot of just just a lot of different stuff that they could pull back from old games. Especially, I mean, just in that game alone, even though it takes place before all the the uh, nine films, there's just so much detail and information that you can use. Um, I don't know, just to bring new content into Star Wars. Well, but, that's one. Of, that's one of the things that kind of confused me when they were like, "Yeah, we're kind of getting rid of these." Uh, these things because we don't want to like as they were creating the new trilogy they were like we don't want to be like weighed down by old stories i'm like but you're continuing off the older stories already like you've got the original show or movies and everything you got all this stuff like you are still beholden to those older plot lines so like getting rid of this stuff just kind of reduces the kind of stuff you can work with the kind of stuff you Mm -hmm. can add into this that would give it more like depth from your fans like yeah it just seemed like a weird move Mm -hmm. for me to look at but yeah and like there is some stuff that they went back and changed that probably makes it a little bit probably worked out for the better right Um, yeah like uh let's see the original battlefront 2 game um it have you played through the uh campaign for it i have yeah well, um, they, uh, so since you're gonna, you're, it's like told through the perspective of a clone, um, they kind of hint at that they knew that Order 66 was coming. Yeah. And it was like they weren't being controlled. They, they still might have been controlled by a chip, but they were knowing, they were aware that, you know, they're eventually gonna have to fight the Jedi. Yep. And, uh, of course, they made that non canon, and like the clones were a complete surprise, and it was just all by the inhibitor chip. And, and to begin with, but yeah. uh, like, I don't know, that was probably a good move to uh, 
to change because I think the Order 66 stuff that's come out with the new Star Wars, like, you know, in the Clone Wars or uh, mm -hmm. um, just in other, like, video games, it just makes much more sense, I think, with the inhibitor ship controlling it all it instead. Does. But yeah. I don't know, there's, like, you know, there's some stuff that they probably didn't need to really go back on because all the stuff from the Old Republic and... Um, Basically, the stuff from the new, like the old Republic video game, it's just, it, it to me, it seemed like it'd be really good, inf like really good stuff to use to put a, to make a new show or. I feel like make it would have been too, and maybe they can do that with uh, like over time as they try to bring more stuff in. But it's just like, I don't know why they wouldn't have just kept that stuff anyway, because they already had like a committed fan base and everything that would have like loved to see old Republic stuff brought to the like forefront. But, mm -hmm. I don't know. That somebody made that decision, and you know, <laughs> Favreau and uh, Filoni are kind of going back on it. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fix it." Don't yeah. worry. But if there's if there's anything to be fixed in Star Wars, I trust them. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I really do trust them because they need to be. Yeah. They need to make their own trilogy. Oh, is absolutely. My they could do it really well. Like, yeah, they would. They would. They could probably make a really, really good story. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. The more I get older, like the more, but like the more I think about it, um, the sequels. You know, they're not the best, but they're not, you know, they're not, like, the worst thing in the yeah. world, I guess. Yeah. But there's some things that are probably like, why the heck would you do that like that, or, and whatnot, but... Yeah, I uh, went back and watched them not too long ago, and I was like, yeah, there's there's some stuff that they should have just, you know, left out, mm -hmm. or, like, some stuff they should have done differently, but other than that, it was just, like, it was just a choice, you know? People were making some choices. Uh, you can't really fault them for that. Um, yeah, but they, they took a risk. They did, especially yeah. for episode eight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that was a excuse me. That was a uh, a lot of controversy from that movie, just from uh, just the way it was like directed and like, the storyline, yeah. like how they did Luke Skywalker and, and whatnot. And yeah, I kind of think Luke probably shouldn't have been the way he was in yeah. that movie. I've I've always seen him as like you know the brave warrior that we see in Mando. Mm -hmm. uh, spoilers, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um. I mean, I guess it would make sense that, you know, he would want to turn into, like, a recluse and not want to go out after something like that happened to him. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, I kind of think that was probably the main thing that I would have changed about just the sequels. Sure. And maybe not make Rey a Palpatine. Like, yeah, kinda, that's, yeah. I kind of wanted her to be a nobody. I kind of wanted her to be, like, yeah, a unique character that wasn't, like, kind of like what we said, I said with the, um like storylines like she wouldn't be beholden to like a name that was already mentioned in the franchise it's like she can be a totally different character like someone totally unique mm -hmm. but it's like and they some of the cast members even said like in interviews they had no idea like even as the three films were being made they really had no solid answer for who she was or like who her family was it was just like always this kind of fluxed thing mm -hmm. like it was like oh she's a Kenobi she's Skywalker she's a Palpatine it's like during production, they really had no solid answer for that. And it's like they, they really should have had that planned out before they decided yeah. to go for it. But yeah, I kind of think I've, I've discussed it with my friend before. He and I both kind of think that they decided that Ray was a Palpatine when they made the movie, yeah. <laughs> not when they first made the character. Yeah, and like I don't know, it it was just kind of weird. And like to be quite honest, the movie you know said she's a Palpatine, but they kind of were like. Yeah, we kind of wish she wasn't. We're going to call her a Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just yeah. completely throws up. I think that they just said she's a Palpatine to kind of make sense that Palpatine comes back. <laughs> Which, Somehow. That's <laughs> yeah. that's a whole other thing in of itself. But, yeah. Um, that was a bit, like, 
My uh, when I first like heard the trailer for episode nine, when you I think right at the very end of the first trailer, you hear um, Darth Sidious just laugh. Yeah, and I was like, oh dang, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, why? Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like why is he coming it's like, back? Oh, this is gonna be great. Hang on a second, he died. I was gonna say, yeah. And how did he live? I guess the, the dark side is a pathway to many to things. many things. Many abilities are unnatural. Unnatural. <laughs> And that's all we got. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. I, I kind of kind of wanted a little bit more there. Right, yeah. It, it's weird. I think I've talked about this with you before, but it's like, the thing that got me about the sequel trilogy is that, like, it the entire time it was being made, it was like, they only had two directors doing it. They had J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson doing the three movies. And they clearly weren't working together. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, you had J.J. Abrams start it. Ryan Johnson comes in and basically gets rid of all this, mm-hmm. adds all this new stuff, and JJ doesn't like it, so he takes out all that stuff and he adds old stuff we've already seen. And it's like you're just fighting each other on whose version is going to be better, and you're not getting anywhere with it. It just seems like you're forgetting what the project is supposed to be, and more so you're focusing on what can we get rid of. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it just hurt sometimes. Yeah, and I just think it could have been coordinated a little bit better. Yeah. And- the story just it just would have made a little bit more sense if they had a I don't know I think just a better story basically planned out from the beginning because mm-hmm. um, like you know with the prequels you know they kind of knew the story they knew that eventually it, this is ultimately leading up to Darth Vader yeah and like that made sense and like the thing the moves they made in the movies sure they didn't really um, get the most love at the first either kind of like how the sequels are now right um and I kind of think Dave Filoni and John Favreau fixed that with the Clone Wars a little bit. Yeah. But, um, ooh, bag two. Let's go. <laughs> um, but I don't really think we're going to get, like, another show that kind of ties together the sequels like the Clone Wars did for yeah. the prequels. But um, I think, I don't know, I think it's, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that just kind of messed up the story in episode nine and... I don't know. Truth be told, I don't really know which one I like better, episode eight or nine. Yeah, and that's one of the things I heard somebody say on a on another podcast, not one I'm affiliated with, but uh, just like it, like episode nine seemed like it was doomed to fail almost. Where it was like you have a split audience already after the last one. It's like you either loved episode eight so you're gonna hate episode nine or mm-hmm. you hated episode eight and so you're gonna love nine mm-hmm. either way you're still going into it with this divided fan base mm-hmm. and it's like that's yeah. it's not good for any movie mm-hmm. to have right. that kind of fate on it but mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it, it was tough you know they it was a risk to take and it was a lot of pressure for them too but, yeah um it, it happens yeah and i like the risk that like ryan johnson took mm-hmm. uh and he tried to give us a little because a lot of people were complaining that episode seven was just episode four but reskinned. Yeah, which it is. <laughs> it is, yeah. But which is fine. Like I think it worked. Sure. Because like, it was the first Star Wars movie that, uh, you know, first Star Wars movie in a long time. Trying to get everything back, you know, back on schedule. And Ryan Johnson took what he was given, which is basically what he was given. Well, you know, basically a reskinned episode four, and he did make things different. Yeah. But I don't know. That I don't I hate that I kinda hate that they had two different directors. Yeah. Because they, I think if I think if Brian Johnson directed episode nine, 
we might not have even gotten Palpatine back at all. And, like, he might have done something with Snoke. Yeah, and I feel like they went in the direction of, like, okay, well, you basically reskinned episode four. I'll do it for episode five. And then JJ was like, well, I'm going to do it with episode six, too. We'll just make it the whole thing again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, while that's interesting kind of point to do, I don't think it was right for the kind of movie you were trying to aim for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, I think... There was some, like, fan service trying to get in there, too, especially oh, yeah. with bringing Palpatine back. Yeah. Um, and, like, don't get me wrong, seeing seeing our boy Sheev in his <laughs> robes again like that, that he was he was great in the movie. He oh, acted sure. great. Um, what's his name? Ian, what's his name? Uh, Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott, yeah. Yeah, he's he was, phenomenal. Yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it just didn't really make sense that he was back, I yeah. guess. Cause like yeah he's he's done and now um, it basically made everything that Vader did was like you know kind of worthless yeah almost, worthless yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know it, it's tough because it's like at one in one side you want to like it because it's like the amount of fan service they did for it it's great but also mm-hmm. like it just got rid of a lot of the things that Episode Six did and what some of the other movies led up to is like mm-hmm. and I'll I'll never be able to get over the line of just like somehow Palpatine mm-hmm. returned. I'm like, oh, come on. You could have come up with lazy. any reason. Yeah, that's lazy writing. Yeah, you could have done, like, something, like, with the Kaminoans or, like, something with the... Like, anybody else. You could have come up with some kind of, like, cloning <laughs> explanation and it would have made sense, but it's just somehow. I just it's blinked like, and held oh. on my kitchen table. Like, <laughs> there <Yeah>. he is. <laughs> Officer, I don't know what happened. He was just here. <laughs> What did you do, man? I don't know. There's a lot of things that are unnatural with what I learned. So <laughs> I just said That's somehow, it. and he was here. <laughs> yeah. I, I read somewhere. I don't know if it was, like, canon or not, but it might have been just more, more or less a theory as to what he did was he did some, like, ancient, like, Sith ritual thingy oh. and basically transformed himself into another body. <laughs> oh, you know, it could. It could happen. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was probably just a theory, but it's like... That kind of works better than somehow. Yeah, at least that's a reason. Like, right. You know, at least, like, I have, like, like, I can roll with it, I guess. Yeah, it's like, like I can... that's never happened in the history of Star Wars ever, but. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Nor, it, has, nor has Space Leia. <laughs> right, yeah, that was another thing. Like, at one point, I was just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And my little brother, when we saw it in theaters, he was just like, what? I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I talked. We were talking about that after the movie, and I was like, "No, they explained in the like books that you know aren't canon anymore that she had like force capabilities, like she okay. could do that kind of stuff." But he was like, "Right, but dude, she's in space. Yeah. How is she breathing enough to do that?" I'm like, "Okay, fair point. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't make." She was just holding sense. her breath for a really long time. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough because like um, it, it was one of those things. I loved Force Awakens because I was just like. This is like the first Star Wars movie I can see in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a I whole saw it new... four times in theaters. Yeah, I'm like, this is just a whole new thing for a new generation of Star Wars fans to get behind. And people were tearing that movie apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, guys, calm down. Yeah, like I, I loved episode four or episode seven. I don't yeah. care. My favorite movie is episode four. Okay. Um, which is you know just the same thing, but uh, just different different people, different characters. Yeah. And um, so I was I was happy to see yeah. everything back in action again for mm-hmm. episode seven, but uh, I know I know it definitely didn't get the love that a lot of people were hoping it would get. Yeah, I remember having many an argument with a friend of mine in high school 
once that movie came out, like after Christmas break and everything, I was talking about it. I was like, so uh, what'd you think of that Star Wars movie? He goes, don't even talk about it. I was like, why? And he goes, I hated it. It was so stupid. And he went on this whole rant about it in our film class. I was like, oh no, buddy. Oh no. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I get it, but like, yeah, but it was still Star Wars. It's like, I can understand to a degree, but like, man, come on. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I'm still a Star Wars fan. I'll still like the movies. Of course. Yeah. Um, but like, it just, it didn't bother me that just some of the writing was just very, very meh. Yeah. Um, and there's like another thing too that, oh yeah. It kind of, I was real sad that our, our boy Admiral Akbar just was like, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, they killed him off with no thing. Like, yeah. not even, it's a trap. Like, they just yeah. killed him. They killed him off screen. And then there's some lady that's just like, oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I'm like, oh man. It's like, what? You done did that to our boy. Like, that's our man. Like, you can't do that. That's our own fishy that's man. That's not legal. <laughs> I will make it legal. <laughs> well, that's what J.J. Abrams was like. Or, uh, <laughs> well, no, I guess that was Ryan Johnson. Oh, yeah. He died yeah, in episode yeah. seven, didn't he? Sorry, J.J., we kind of just dragged you through the dirt for a second. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not out of the woods yet. You did make a weird episode nine. but <laughs> <laughs> You did make a weird movie. Yeah. Oh, well. But, I don't know, it was still good to see, you know, good old Star Wars again, but... Yeah. I kind of, I kind of hope neither of them direct a Star Wars movie again. In yeah, my opinion, yeah. I think I think it belongs now to uh, Dave. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I, like, I want to see more creative people come in and do stuff with it, but like, um, I mean, yeah, it's like these movies have been burned in the past. It's like you just got to be careful with it. Like if you go into it with a solid plan, mm-hmm. you know who each character is going to be and what they're going to do, like all this kind of stuff. You can have a solid. Mm-hmm. idea of where you're going with it but if you don't do that then you're kind of screwed because then it's just you end up floundering for a second and you're like all right mm-hmm. what's this what character gonna do it's like you don't know mm-hmm. like that's just something that's gotta be it's gotta be planned out like yeah george lucas at least the you know, some of the prequels god don't even get me started on <laughs> the acting in episode two um yeah, some of them are terrible acting, but at least yeah. there was a story. Like, at least George knew what he was at doing. At least it was planned out. He, like, had it ready and had it ready to go, but mm-hmm. it just didn't pan out the way people thought it would. Yeah, like, that whole cringe stuff on Naboo with Anakin and Padme. With the sand. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. And that is just... <laughs> Not good. Not good. No thanks. I'd rather yeah. watch the prequels, or the, or the sequels. Um, yeah. I mean, but um, at least he had, like, a, a you know a story. And I kind of think if they put... Dave Filoni and John Favreau in front in charge of it, they would make something, yeah, like a pretty decent story. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I would love to see them continue doing stuff, and I don't think they're ever going away from it because, like, I mean, come on, like Dave Filoni has been a fan of this for so long, and like mm-hmm. everyone he's working with loves, like everyone they've been working with really loves their way of handling things. Mm-hmm. So they've got you know good actors behind them they got good people working with them so it's like yeah they're gonna do some pretty amazing stuff and i'm looking forward to it but it's just a you know it's just a matter of when is it gonna happen almost Mm -hmm. yeah and like everybody at least that i've ever talked to that is a star wars fan and has seen you know the clone wars and has seen rebels and mando and boba fett they've all said you know really good things about it yeah so i was like you know what they appreciate you know his work so I mean, to me, it would make sense that if he ever did get a move, like a at least a trilogy, then he would do a pretty good job with it. Yeah, and I wonder if that's something like they've come to him with, like, "Hey, do you want to have like your own movie or your own trilogy?" Mm-hmm. And he like either said no or if he made like you know just like hand it off to these guys for a minute or mm-hmm. what. But... So yeah, that's what I've also wondered too. Is like surely 
like if they have never mentioned it to him ever, then that's kind of they're kind of doing surprised. something wrong. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they've never mentioned a thing about it to him. Yeah, I'd be blown away. I'd be like, you telling me like the guy who brought the Mandalorian to screen has not been offered his own trilogy yet? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, now. <laughs> like. Yeah. So that you know, it kind of would make sense if he wasn't. He didn't. He just he just didn't want to. Yeah. Maybe he just likes shows better. I feel like I I like shows a little more too because it gives you time to like go into each character. Like Clone Wars gave us insights into the clones and their thought process and everything, mm-hmm. and even more on like Anakin and stuff like that. It gave us the ability to see these kind of things that you don't have time to do in a two-hour mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, that's very true. And like, there's just a lot of more a lot more like options he could like roll with i feel like yeah like, he could work with you know seasons worth of information mm-hmm. and that would i don't know i think that would just make it a little bit easier on the writing phase at least yeah you it does start with something and then you know if you want to change it a little down the road you can and you yeah. have the time for it or it just makes things work smoother because then it's like if you have a team of writers that's not familiar with this kind of stuff they can bring a story to you mm-hmm. and like Dave can almost fact check it. He can be like, well, actually, this would kind of go like this, and then you can move this around to here, and it just adds for more creativity to flow, and it gives you a better end product, I think. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that's a you know perfect example of that, of what you said is, you know, how they revamped the Clone Wars and brought episode seven. Yeah. Or season seven. Oh, um, yeah. They, uh, you know, the I think, see, the... I was... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um... Headphone warning. Um, I was really uh, into watching Star Wars when it first, or the Clone Wars when it first came out, but I'm a little fuzzy on like the last few seasons. Sure, yeah. Um, I definitely need to go back and watch that. Um, but um, I did see the episode of where you know Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order. Yeah, and um, you know when that episode happened, we're like, yeah, sure, that might be the end of Ahsoka forever. Mm-hmm. And like. I, at the time, I couldn't really think of an interesting way to kind of bring her back, but then episode or season seven rolls around, yeah, and she, she was like her whole transition back into Star Wars. I think was like flawless. Uh, yeah, they really did that well because then it's like we saw her in Rebels before, like season seven was done, mm-hmm. and so it's oh, like, that's true. You're right. You kind of see her as like not a Jedi, but still able to do these things with new lightsabers it's like okay well how did she get those mm-hmm. and while those lightsabers aren't explained you could still see like where she's coming from with her certain mentalities and everything mm-hmm. so it's it's it was they really handled that well and she's kind of like dave filoni's child mm-hmm. i was gonna say like, yeah that's her, that's his creation yeah he brought her in in the clone wars movie and people were like this didn't really work and then he was like <laughs> okay everyone hated her yeah <laughs> like they they voiced their criticism and he was like okay and then he changed it and she quickly became one of like the most Beloved characters in all mm-hmm. Star Wars. Oh yeah, and like, um, it's funny. Um, I was I was just thinking about this the way on the way over here today. Um, how I was just thinking like how she was able to survive Order sixty six. Yeah, I worried that I wondered that too. I was like, how is she gonna get by? Yeah, and it kind of you know made sense when I thought about it. You know, she was trained by you know Anakin. Yeah, like the chosen one, like the the one of the best. And strongest, you know, fighters that they've ever seen, really, in the Star Wars world. So it kind of makes sense yeah. that she was able to use everything he taught her to basically survive, you know, just to survive that. Yeah. So, oops, that was my shoe. I don't know how Squeaky that shoe. <laughs> yeah, we suddenly went to a uh, gym basketball court. Yeah. <laughs> so I just it just gets me amped talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go dunk. I gotta exercise. No. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's, that's something that I hadn't really thought of, is, like, she was trained specifically to, you know, defend herself and defend people, so it's, like, naturally she had those skills ready and, you know, just ready to go in general, but then it's, like, you could see it in season seven, it's, like, when she has to use them, her skills on the clone, she doesn't want to, but it's, mm-hmm. like, she was trained enough to know, like, okay... I can go on the defensive without having to kill anybody. And mm-hmm. she just does it. Well, I, oh, I know. Oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, like, she only... I believe the only clones she actually killed were, like, the ones right when the order was released. Because yeah. she was like, whoa, 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 what's happening mm-hmm. here? And then when she found out what was going on, she was... I'm At least to my knowledge, she didn't kill another one, like, a single clone she after that. She didn't, yeah. She made sure to, like, tell Rex, like, hey, Blaster's on stun, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. She's like, we ain't gonna kill him, it ain't their fault. Yep. And, like, I don't know, they were able to do it and escape. Yeah. Like, that's, I keep seeing, that's nuts. I keep seeing things, like, on social media that's, like, raise your hand if you're a Jedi who's smarter than the entire Jedi Order. And it's just Ahsoka standing there with her hand <laughs> There's a couple yeah, other ones in there, too. But yeah. It's like, no, yeah, you're right. You're way smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was on that, that boat when she was released in the Clone Wars movie. I was like, God, I don't like this person. She's yeah. not. She's annoying. Mm-hmm. I was kind of on that, too. I was like... She's so, like, full of herself. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like, you're not a full knight. You're not a master. You're not You're not anything yet, but you can be if you, like, calm down and listen. Mm-hmm. Eventually she did. Yeah, so. and I would say that she is probably definitely on my top five favorite favorite characters. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. In Star Wars. She, she climbed those rankings really fast. Yeah. So. And it was, it was just fun, too. Like you said, you know, it would have been a lot – it would have been a lot harder – to show her grow in a you know a trilogy right. as opposed to an entire TV show, mm-hmm. so I think if she like was introduced in a movie, she probably wouldn't have like the same status that she's got now. Probably she not, probably wouldn't yeah. have had you know nearly as much screen time nor you know just time to grow. You know mm-hmm. Dave wouldn't Dave Filoni wouldn't have enough time to grow her as a character yeah and it's tough you know like you bring a character in and see all the hate like they get and everything but at the end of the day like (laughs) at the end of the day like he listens to the fans he was like oh you know what okay we'll kind of edit these over some episodes like we have time enough so we can fix this and make it work i swear sure enough it done did it done did good yeah I cannot wait for I'm and now here we are she's getting her whole like a whole live action show. Yeah, she's getting her own show, like all this stuff, like she's become continually important in Star Wars media, like it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, which by the way, do you know when that show comes out? I don't. I don't know if they've started filming yet. They really? might have, yeah. but That's unfortunate. Um, I don't know. There's a apparently there's rumors going around that uh Peyton Christensen is going to be in that too. So we might get some Ooh, live action really? Ahsoka and uh, oh yeah <laughs> flashbacks, so that'll be very interesting. I, I hope we do. Yeah, and I I can't wait to see him again in in Kenobi. I'm trying to figure out what the heck I did wrong here. Yeah, there's all sorts of lost pages around here probably, but um, let's see here. I really am curious about um, we've we've been talking about Star Wars a lot, mm-hmm. and I want to get your insight into how you got into. We're gonna do a little bit of shift here, because I wanna I wanna learn about your uh, how you got into PC gaming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, you you've talked about it a lot, and I've seen your setup. It's very nice. <laughs> um, like how did not nice to my wallet though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the only problem. <laughs> Detrimental to the funds. Uh-huh. Uh, like how did you how did you start that up? Like how did you get into it? Well, um, 
for a long time, I have been, you know, just playing video games here and there with my friends, and um, I grew up, you know, with a PlayStation. Okay. And um, for, you know, the longest time, that's all I really played with, uh, PS2, then a PS3, then a PS4. Uh, still trying to get a PS5, but that is like <laughs> the hardest thing to ever do in life right now is to get your hands on a PS5. Finding a needle in a haystack out there. It really is. Yeah. Like I tried to enter a Best Buy thing to try and, and win. Uh, just the ability to uh, have to buy a PlayStation. Sure, yeah. And they sold out in two seconds. Oh my like, god! Like literally, like not even like exaggerating. Jeez, in dude. two seconds, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this on the side. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. Um, but. So for the longest time, I was that's all me and my friends played with. Okay. Um, but then my friend Cole, uh, who you met in in Chicago, I did. Yeah. Um, he is he's always been real big in computers, and uh, he's okay. a computer engineer now. And um, I remember him telling me one day, he goes, "I think I'm gonna like." He started. Uh, so he went to speed school at the University of Louisville, like like I did. Okay. And um, one of the requirements to graduate there is you have to do an internship for three semesters. Same with Bellarmine, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have some kind of internship for uh, at least for certain majors. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, that it's like the same deal uh, for U of L, and like they have to be uh, paid internships as well. Okay. Um, so he started, so he's always been into computers and he's going through speed school and he gets to his first internship and starts getting money. Sure. Um, so his, his brother is also, a, his older brother is also a computer engineer okay. and um, he has a PC or he had a PC growing up with Cole and Cole always wanted one. Okay. And they are quite pricey, unfortunately. And nowadays they're wickedly outpriced. Oh, it's, yeah. I think the material they use for like graphics cards and other components of the computer are in like short supply. Mm -hmm. So the demand for them right now is through the roof. Like to put it into perspective, the PC that I have now was, it's like, I didn't really go all out on stuff. I kind of just got, you know, mid grade stuff just to kind of save on price. Sure. And it ended up costing me about 1500 for the whole thing. Okay. Um, and I use this website called PC Part Picker. And it yeah. basically tells you all the parts and all the prices and the total the total cost of the whole PC. Mm -hmm. um, I still have that saved. Good. Yeah. And I went back and just was out, just out of curiosity, looked to see the updated price for my computer. And right now, even like the low-grade stuff that I have compared to the new stuff they have now, it's like over three grand whoa so it's like doubled in price over a certain amount of wow yeah. and i was like god i because i wanted to upgrade some parts of my computer and um but now that i saw the the, the price of that is i was like i was like nah, i don't think i'm gonna do that anytime yeah, that soon. is nuts um but anyway so cole started working and he started getting money and he built his own pc okay and um i was like man i really want that <laughs> so um, for a while there, he was a, about a year ahead of me in speed school, so I wasn't going to be starting my intern internships until about a year later. Gotcha. Um, so for that year leading up to when I started, I basically just kept my eye out on different prices or different components I wanted. I talked with Cole, and he was helping me pick out some good parts that were like they were still pretty pretty decent, but not like the most like expensive ones. Okay. So when I first got my uh, internship rolling around, I was like, all right. I, I think I waited about a month to like save up for some of the money. Yeah. I was like, all right, buy me a PC. Yep. <laughs> so going in. Yep. And I went ahead and um, I went ahead and bought all the stuff that we had picked out on PC Bar Picker. <laughs> someone's over there. Someone's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a day. That's a day. 
What are you doing? <laughs> who, who is that? Why are you doing? They they warned me too. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna mess with your show." I'm like, oh, "Of course you are." They can get so. in here and talk about Star Wars with us. Come That's what on. I'm saying they can come in here and talk if they want to. Get in here. You know, okay. I gotta throw Bethany under the bus here too because earlier, like, I was like, "Yeah, Jake's gonna come over and we're gonna do the show," and they were like, "All right, when are we gonna be on the show?" I'm like, "When do you want to?" And they're like, "Whenever." I'm like, "All right, what do you want to talk about?" And they went, "Uh," I'm like, "Send me some ideas because I really don't know." Yeah, I mean, you got that list that you're showing me there. Though, some pretty good topics, I think. For I do, and I'll do. Uh, She's yelling about traders up there. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely get them on at some point. I just like, I again, I need to work with that list and try to figure mm-hmm. out like who to. But yeah, they're all for. yeah, all the list that list you had. There's all really good talking points. Yeah. I feel like for everybody. So believe it or not, folks, I come prepared sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're all excellent. Oh, what was that? I think somebody just. <laughs> They got destroyed. <laughs> Someone just hit the door, I think. I was going to say, are they, are they unconscious? Are they okay? Are they dying? I think they're okay. They probably <laughs> just threw a phone or something at it. I don't know why, but they're okay. They probably want us to start singing Olivia Rodrigo. Which is not going to happen because I don't know the words. Yeah, I just know you're a trader and um, driver's license. Yeah. That's about, that's about it. That's also, it, right? I'm not trying to get my show struck down for copyright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't need that happening. I'm a new show. No copyright strikes, please. Please. Don't get me shot down for copywriting. I don't mean it, I swear. Yeah. (laughs) It's just my housemates are doing it. I don't own the song, I promise. I'm not (laughs) Olivia Rodrigo. I made sure to tell you I don't own this song. (laughs) I'll see that in in YouTube videos and stuff to put in the description. Yeah, I don't own any of this, by the way, so uh, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. I'll see some people that put it at the beginning. They're just like, I don't own this. Don't sue me. I'm gonna say there's no like, copyright, okay. please. I promise. <laughs> I, I promise you, there's not a single bit of copyright in here. So try to find a copyright, mm-hmm. and I will give you five dollars. <laughs> please and thank you. I'll give you a crisp high five if you can tell me anywhere there's copyright. And then I'll start playing copyright songs. <laughs> and no. then I'll, and then I'll do it. I'll give you a. You reason. know, if you tip me enough, I'll do it. No. <laughs> uh, I lost, I lost our train of oh. thought. I don't remember where we were. Um, I, I was just basically saying that um, once I got my. Once I got my internship rolling in, that's when I started yes. buying up some parts for the computer. And uh, so the way uh, you can go about it is, which nowadays it's probably cheaper to buy a pre-built PC mm. uh, as opposed. So I went ahead and bought all the parts individually sure. and then um, built it myself. Well, Cole built oh, Cole was there telling me where to put the pieces. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but um, – that at the at the beginning was a little bit cheaper to do, um, but now it's probably just cheaper uh, to just buy the PC built already, and which isn't really you know any problem doing that. It's yeah. uh, just some people like to just have custom parts like picked out themselves. Sure. Um, but for my purposes, I just wanted it just to play games on it, and I, it didn't need to be that fancy. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'm just gonna get some of the the lower tier stuff, and then just kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, I am looking to, um, the, well, the only upgrade I guess I've really done for it is I did get a new monitor. Okay. Um, and then I did, <laughs> she is a handful of there. I don't know what she's doing. I don't know. She sounds like she's still singing. Look at Rodrigo. She probably is. <laughs> yeah. they've, been, they've been singing it all day. Yeah. Uh, oops, this is not correct. No, it's going to be breaking. That's oh, Okay. <laughs> So you got this new monitor. Oh my god. Is she is she done? 
She's just stomping around. You know, I really should have taken them seriously when they said we're going to mess with these shows. I'm like, mm, okay. So they're just adding some sound effects. <laughs> they really are. They're adding a good sense of, like, this is a live show. That's right. Yeah, I ought to, I ought to thank them for it. This is great. <laughs> for the viewers, Katie. It's for the viewers. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that was that's about all I got for or all I did for my PC, and then I installed like another like hard drive just to get more space. But yeah, I looked to uh, advance oops, some of like the like the big thing that a lot of people are after new graphics cards. That'll oh, yeah, towards yeah. how well you're like the better the graphics card, the better the game runs. Sure. Um, so that's probably next on my list to upgrade. Okay. But um, right now, that's the, that is what drives the prices for computers up. Are the, the graphics, graphics cards. cards? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So my graphics card um, originally, when I bought it, was five hundred dollars, and that was the most expensive part of the whole computer. Wow. And um, now I looked the same one, which is a very low tier compared to some of the ones they have now. Um, like to put it in perspective, I have a ten seventy okay. graphics card, and they're in like the three thousands now. Yeah, like I've seen a bunch of like thirty nineties and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the top-notch one right now. Okay. Um, but my lower-end one is $1,500. Wow. And I was like, that is absurd. Yeah, like, that's, that's pricey. So I won't be – so if, if I want to get a, a nicer one, like I, Cole was trying to help me out with getting – basically the same way I was trying to get a PS5 was uh, he was basically trying to enter me into these raffles okay. just to win the opportunity – to like, even buy it. Yeah, to possibly get one. Yeah. And um, he was showing me them, and they were like $2,000. And oh I was like, God. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that right that's now. That's nuts. Like, that's... It's interesting, because like I've always been an Xbox person. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like most people started out on the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. Like, Nintendo Wii, Nintendo DS, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Yeah. But then it's like, we got uh, a 360 when I was, like... 13-ish, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was, I've was i just been like an Xbox person for a while. And I got a one like six, seven years ago, somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've just kind of stuck with that. I'm like, I don't really care like how the game looks. It runs pretty well. So like, yeah. I don't mind it. And then... Um, yeah, well, as long as it runs, that's like, you know... Yeah. That's, that's all that's I really care about, part, too. Right? Yeah. Um, but like, I've never gone specifically for like... Oh, I'm going straight for like how this game is gonna look. I'm just like, if I'm having fun and the game works, I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I, that's the mindset I had when I was going into my PC. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted it, you know. I just wanted to be able. I also got the computer too for a little bit of like schoolwork as sure. well, and that thing has come in handy. Oh, like, really? It's come to doing like school stuff. Oh, that's good. Um. So that I was happy, I was happy about that. But it is primarily for gaming. But, um, yeah. but yeah, like it was priorities, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, see, I think I know the song they're singing up there now. <laughs> I think it definitely is an Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, it's got to be. <laughs> they're going to they're going to her concert at some point, and so oh yeah, they've been I guess preparing. I was going to say they got to get oh they got to get all the songs down. Yeah, they got to <laughs> know it so they can scream it. That's right. Yeah, but, I guess um, it's just practice, you know. We're we're pretending to be Olivia Rodrigo here, so they can scream at us, mm-hmm. scream with the lyrics. <laughs> That's right. So they they can be, get like recognized by her. Yeah, yeah. If they get close enough. <laughs> it's a huge honor, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah screw up. But um, you mentioned too that you were, um, didn't really grow up with Nintendo that much, and I didn't really either. 
Yeah. Like, my first one was ever, my first PlayStation or my first gaming console was a PlayStation Two. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Never grew up with like the Wii. I mean, we got a Wii eventually, but yeah. uh, I never grew up with the Wii, the Nintendo, the GameCube. Okay. All that. I never, no, never really got into it. Which I was kind of, I'm kind of sad because I know there's so many classic games for it. Sure. Yeah. There's a bunch of good ones out there, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, and no, teach them. Yeah, and I've I've played most of them now. Yeah. Um, oh my god! What happened? That's not like a whole got punched in the wall. It did. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> But, Saboteurs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there they go. Yeah, I can hear them now. They're, 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 they're harmonizing. <laughs> they're, they're uniting. <laughs> oh lord. Oh shoot! I did that wrong. The people, the people we surround ourselves with. <laughs> good people, though. Oh they're yeah, absolutely. People. Wouldn't trade them for anything. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Even though they don't like Star Wars, we'll get there. We'll we'll get there. We'll get know? them there. And you know, it hurts for now, but you know what? We can, we can take it. <laughs> Um, I've tried my hand at PC gaming. Like, I have my laptop, which I use primarily for school. Like, I'm the opposite of you are. Like, I use it primarily for school, a little bit for gaming here and there. Mm-hmm. And it does run okay, because it's got, like, some minor gaming capabilities to it. It doesn't have a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's still, like, it, you know, it's the same thing with Xbox. If it runs and the game looks okay, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. See, that's, like... In laptops nowadays, I, I, I looked. At, I remember looking at your laptop, and like, and it, it is a pretty good, uh, pretty good tiered one. And yeah. like, if it runs games on it, then that's perfect. Then that's really all it needs. And then, um, uh, of course, though, any like they do make like gaming laptops, and like, if you want one that like you know you'll get like the solid like sixty perfect frames and all yeah. that, then you'll any sort of computer that has a graphics card in it. Mm-hmm. That's what will help run a little bit better. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that's really the the main thing, and then having a good you know good CPU and all that stuff, fast speeds that yeah. can help and help games run too smoother. But there's some games I've played where it's like it's just not running smoothly at all. Like I put Doom 2016 on there like early on during the pandemic because I was like I was mostly playing it on my friend's PS4. Because he was like, hey, you know, I just bought Doom, but I'm not really into it. Like, if you want to come over and play it every now and then, you're more than welcome to. I was like, yeah, sure. Like, mm-hmm. if you're cool with it. And so I was playing I beat the game through that. But then I was like, after we're going to be in lockdown for some amount of time, like, I might as well re-download it, like, on here and see how it works. Mm-hmm. It was like a frame second. Oh, like, yeah. It was oh, just, uh, 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 I was like, oh, this is not how you can play the game. Yeah. So I went and messed with some settings, and it just didn't look good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, you know, it's... It was worth a shot, but I gotta, I gotta tank it. Yeah, if if it's got like any sort of like intense graphics, then that'll mm-hmm. you almost you'll probably need a pretty good or at least a decent like graphics card for it to run yeah, a little bit smoother. Yeah. Um, but I mean, some of them, uh, some of the games that I've played, um, I'm big Minecraft. I love Minecraft so much. Yeah. Um, and I, who, uh, do, who doesn't? I was it's gonna such, say, yeah, it's, it's, such, a it's, a, it's such a beautiful game. Like yeah. you, know, it's like it fits so many different people. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be like the the most intense gamer ever. You can just go on there and walk around and explore stuff. Yes, yeah. it's, it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's like the most chill game to spend an afternoon in. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, like, like I mentioned before, my friend, my friend and I have a, a server we still continuous continue to play on to this day since two thousand and twelve. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but that game is not very graphic intensive, so it ran perfectly on my laptop. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, ah. But then um, back when uh, Fortnite first ever came out, 
Oh, yeah? I tried to play it on my computer. And my computer, um, you know how it gets hot when you're playing the game? I put my hand underneath my laptop after like 10 minutes of having the game open. Oh, and man. it was scorching hot. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is probably, and it wasn't running that great anyways. Yeah. So like, this is probably not the best thing to play for this game on. So mm-hmm. I, like back when it was huge, I would always play it on my PS4. Okay, yeah. Like I had a couple roommates my freshman year who were big into it and they would just, like they had two PlayStations. One was like up here on a, like a closet setup, mm-hmm. And then another one was nice. on the guy's desk. And mm-hmm. like, they were, they were pretty good at it, but, um. I was just like, yeah, if you tried to run that thing on a PC, like, it would scorch. Yeah. Like, even some of the games I play now, like, I'll usually just, like, set the computer on my leg and then just, like, have my hand off to my, like, on my desk. Because it, like, had this problem when I was a sophomore where I was playing a game. It was Seven Days to Die, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, it was getting so hot underneath because that's where the vent was. And it just couldn't blow out the air or anything. Like, it couldn't vent air into the parts. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just sitting on my desk. And I opened it the next day, and I was like, "Yeah, your uh, your heating fan has a problem." I was like, oh, "I was like, what?" And so I looked around. And I was like, "Oh, it literally just like overheated." Uh-huh. And so like it, it came back and is working fine now. But it's like I had to stop playing it on my desk and like move it over to just like holding it to a position where like it could still vent out air while also still you know I could still play, you still not, play, yeah. not kill the heating fan, or the cooling <laughs> right. fan. Yeah. So. I've, I've learned with laptops that if you can somehow just have the, the laptop like on a flat surface like a table, yeah. it's much better than like sitting it like on a carpet or like on a bed or on your leg or something like that. It, it just kind of helps it manage – it'll still get hot, but it'll still sure. kind of manage the temperature a little bit better. Okay. Uh, I've kind of come – I've just come to find that out a little bit. But And truthfully, it was probably because I was playing it for too long. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I, I've played uh, – after a while, Minecraft does tend to get a little bit heated on my laptop. And I remember one time, I my friend and I played it. It was during uh, quarantine. Uh, and, yeah. uh, oh, no, it was during quarantine. Oh, yeah, it was during quarantine. That's when a lot of people started and, like, mm-hmm. kind of got back into it was during that whole period. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because, like, sometimes, like, uh, my sister would have friends over. And my PC is down in the basement. Okay. And um, I just wouldn't go down. I would let them have their time. So I would sure. just stay upstairs. And I would usually play on the laptop if I ever... My, if Nolan ever wanted to play Minecraft, so I was playing on that. We played for like maybe like four or five hours. Wow! And um, my laptop, it got a warning. It was like, "Yo, you need to." <laughs> I was starting to get a little. Move me! Yeah, like uh, this is gonna, it's gonna die. Yeah. Like you need to hurry. <laughs> yeah, it's like please just don't let me die here. Mm. And now my poor laptop, it's like on its last leg but I haven't really used my laptop since I've been out of school oh really yeah like once I like really once quarantine started because uh we were able to just do when we had to do online work I would just use my PC okay um except whenever I had to take stupid tests because we had to do the lockdown browser my PC does not have a camera oh so I was forced to use my laptop Mm. yeah at that point it's like I'm not gonna desecrate my gaming station by using it for tests yeah and i was like they're gonna <laughs> i have i had like a two monitor set up and my teacher's gonna be like you were using the other monitor for che- you're cheating i definitely was cheating but like you know <laughs> but not in that way <laughs> oh no teachers hear that and be like oh degree provoke no okay. just one of your one of your teachers heard it and just goes son of a bitch there could be like there's no way to prove it yep it's like you can't prove it anymore <laughs> Yeah, well, most of the thankfully, 
most of our teachers, though, when lockdown did happen, yeah. it was like, yeah, I'm not going to try and force you to not cheat because I know you're going to. So I was like, you can just use your outs. Yeah. It's and like, like okay. you know what? We're just we're just going to call it. Overload. <laughs> it's like, all right. Thanks, man. Yeah. That, that just makes life a lot easier. I think. It does. Yeah. It's like at that point, I think a lot of teachers were just taking pity on everybody because they're like, yeah, this whole thing sucks. So, you yeah. know, I just open note it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Oh, I, I remember my calculus teacher was so mad. He was like, y'all, this is going to be just terrible because like yeah. there's like he he posted like recordings and whatnot but mm-hmm. he was very uh the the, cl- the class revolved a lot of like around a lot of interaction oh really like having he would have people like come to the board and work out problems on the board together oh okay and he hated doing it on like in person or like, on, on a online online because yeah, you know, he, he couldn't do that and like for whatever reason i mean i can't really complain or i can't really say much because i was one of these people but Nobody ever talked online. Yeah. yeah. He would like ask a question and nobody would respond. <laughs> and he said it was like this is just this is just not gonna work. So he had to like change the whole way he taught his class. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? I'm just gonna just go through and do these. You can use your notes on the test and just yeah. turn it in. <laughs> yep. Just get it done. I'm I'm glad a lot of teachers kind of took that approach because it was like nobody really knew how to navigate this whole thing and like. Obviously, learning online did nothing for people. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. uh, you know what? I'm not going to force you to do this or that. So we'll call it open note and then we'll, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll try something else. Yeah. Because so. I was definitely one of those people. I hated online learning because, I don't know, I get distracted pretty easily. And, like, it's better for me to be in the classroom so there's not that many distractions. Same here. Um, and, like, I, I just know me – I. I'm a procrastinator at heart. And um, my teacher, my teachers would be like, yeah, so you don't have to log in to be like active right now. Like you don't, we didn't have to be online synchronous at the time. Yeah. My professors were the same way. They were like, yeah, you don't really have to be here mm-hmm. right now. Like just make sure you're in the, uh, like make sure you've done something or like, like come back and watch <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> Katie, I need help. Ryan's beating the Lego building. This? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> you want to help me build like uh? You want to help me build, Katie? You want to answer some questions? Special guest star, Katie. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm gonna get you on this show one day. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna happen. And I'm gonna. I would. I would have witnessed. <laughs> I could sit in the background though. You can phone a friend if you need to. Yeah, if nothing else, you can just sit in and listen. What it's just this? like normal. Nope. Okay. Oh, hey, Dylan. When did you get here? Oh, okay. We're building some Legos. We're doing the thing <laughs> I can tell. Let's see here. Oh, God. I'm missing so many things. We're talking about online learning and how not funny it was. You remember that? That era. I'm missing a freaking piece. You're missing pieces? I think so. Um, so I need... Um, is this it? Okay, I need this piece, but it's the opposite. Um, oh, there it is. Alright, there you go. Hopefully. That's the goal. I'm moving. I'm moving too slow here. The conversation's been too good. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's true. <laughs> um, I think this is like, 
the first time that I've ever had an episode of this show be like sabotaged. <laughs> Where like I've had all the Olivia no Rodrigo thing. going in the yeah. background. I've never had that before. There was an episode I did with uh, Wasn't it cool? when yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> there was an episode I did with uh, Burke and Dalton during our other show, The Lost Script, where um, like we were we were talking about something, and I was bringing up how Bethany bought this uh, this Ryan's World doll, and she uh, <laughs> and like Katie had hid it somewhere that she was gonna find it, and she like ran into my room and hid behind my bookshelf, and I was just in the middle of a recording, and I looked over, I started laughing, and I had to explain what was going on. And I was just like, I, where do you even start? Don't say Katie. Don't I say Katie Goins. That's my identity. I've talked about you before <laughs> on the show. Because so many people know you. They're going to find out where you live, Katie. Oh, no! Wait, that means they're going to find out where I live. Yes. Yeah, Good thing we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't have been done at a better time. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Are you guys excited for the move? I'm looking forward to it. We, uh, we actually got approved today. Oh, nice. Through some very... Angering things like the application itself is a nightmare, but uh, you know it's it's done, it's over. Like they've been extremely helpful with it, so mm-hmm. like, that's good. We're looking forward to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's over here not wanting to be in her own episode. <laughs> They're listening, Katie. Oh, sorry. Nobody's listening right now. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe, but they will. Send me a message if you're listening right now. Yeah. At timestamp, whatever. I can't read. Oh my god. We got one. Oh. Someone's listening during production. The dog heard me. The dog. Yeah, the dog was bark, uh, barking a little bit earlier. It was really excited. It liked yeah. our Star Wars conversation. It was like, guys, I, I can talk about Star Wars too. It's like, okay, we can talk about Star Wars too. We talked about it a little bit. Let's see. Okay, we had some good Star Wars conversations. We did. That was like the bulk of this show was... Star Wars content. I am not mad about it. I was going to say, for the viewers back home, we're trying to... Con- should Katie Goins watch Star Wars? If you say yes, press one. Yes. <laughs> Wait, there's no buttons on this. If you say no, leave now. <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> if you say no, The correct answer why? is yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's a good time. Okay. How, how far along are you right now? Where are you at? Where are you at? I got to say, I'm slacking. Oh, really? It, it's not a race. Look this is just fun. But, yeah. Compared to your pieces. What do you mean? Right there. Yeah. That, that one does look super, super good. So. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting close. But it's hard. It's hard because a lot of, there aren't that many color variants, as I mentioned before. So it's been taking me a long time to find some of these yeah. freaking pieces. It reminds me, Katie, do you remember that puzzle we had to do? Or not had to, but that we were doing where it was like the... The it was the what was it? It was like a, a puzzle that was, was just Cinderella. all blue. It was Cinderella. Yeah. It was just all blue and it was awful. It was Cinderella. It was terrible. So you can do that for an episode too. Yeah. Audience, this is basically us just trying to get Katie on the show now. Like mm-hmm. that's all. That's all that's happening. I know. Got that. Got that. Katie really doesn't want people to know at home that her name is Katie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ooh, Katie Goins? <laughs> Peter Parker? Yeeta Parker. Wait a second. Actually, yeah, you know right. what? That reminds me. Um, I don't know how I didn't have this on the notes, but um, I talked about this before in an episode. Uh, no Way Home. Oh, Your thoughts? Yes. It 
wasn't really that good, but it had TikTok in it. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> good she Katie liked Doctor Strange. Oh, you did? She did, yeah. Hey, oh, this, that's, that's, what, that's what you told me, right? Yeah, does, nice. that still, does that still stand? My favorite part what of the, the Spider-Man movie was when the Spider-Man caught your the leg girl because the other girl couldn't catch... He couldn't catch his girl, so the he other caught Spider-Man the other girl. caught the other girl. Nice. That was a good part of the movie. That was. Well, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Tobey Maguire was my Spider-Man growing up. Okay. And... Um, if you, one of my favorite video games from the PlayStation Two was yeah. Spider Man Two, and he vo- like Tobey Maguire like voices in that in that game and everything. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, it's real cringy, but it's oh. it's still Tobey Maguire. Sure. Um, it's still the Tobey content we need. Can you take this piece off? I don't have fingernails. <laughs> Please. Gotta do the old this use your fingernail or use your teeth. Yeah, if you can't get it, I'll use my teeth. One or the other. Either way, the piece must come out. <gasps> um, but it was it was super great to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it was <gasps> awesome. <laughs> oh, where'd that go? Like uh, we had talked about there it goes. like the possibility that they were gonna be in it, but. Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew Garfield was swearing up and down that he wasn't in it. Yeah. You know, he deserves an Oscar in his own right for that. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I, yeah, I agree. And, um... I think I made another mistake, and I'm trying to figure out where I did that. Oh, so that piece was, goes there. Uh-oh. I got a finagle. Oh, there we go. Is that it? Oh, is that it? Oh, you finish it? We're done. Nice! I finished it. <laughs> We're not Man. done with the show. It's not over yet. I'm struggling. Um, I'm okay. Let me take off some of these pieces. It looks real quick. so good. I'm gonna have to take. Ooh. I'm gonna have to take pictures of the finished product and put them out there on the. I love the that. social medias. That is amazing. I'm very happy. Ouch. Okay. <sighs> um, Finish my amaretto sour. I'm just, let me back fix this real quick. All good. Before. Um, okay, that looks I will correct. say that, um, like, like I said a second ago, we had talked about, like, them being in it, but then, like, even when it was, like, leading up to the reveal, it's like, this is Spider-Man, but is it the one we know? I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, is it, is it gonna be? And yeah. He comes running out, I'm like, yeah, it is! When, yeah, when, um, Andrew Garfield appeared... Well, yeah, when Andrew Garfield appealed, or appeared, I was like, oh, Toby's better. He totally has to be in it now. Oh, yeah. Now that, you know, Andrew's here. Yeah, now um, that you got one, you got to get the other one. Right. And when he when he came out, I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. And it was just... All coming together. Yeah. And it was, it was just super good to see um, some of the old villains come back. That's where I made a mistake. Ah, the plaque came off. Oh, I'm sorry. I've made... Yeah, okay. I think I gotta restart oh, no, it's this. it's not done here. What's going on? Turns out I'm not done yet because this... The, his, basically, his cheekbone just came off. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's horrible. Um, but yeah, it's like... It, it was a totally different kind of movie to see where it's like... Sure, it's Marvel, but it's like... The things they did with this were amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like... Say it. Um... Let's see, I'm trying to think. So, 
just seeing, I don't know, just seeing Tobey Maguire's suit, that was really good. And then seeing, of course, J. Jonah Jameson back. Oh, yeah. And the same guy that freaking J.K. Simmons freaking coming back mm-hmm. for prize in his dang role. That oh. was awesome. That was, yeah, that just made... Okay, yeah, that goes there. Okay, now I think I'm back on track. It was just like, <laughs> they brought everybody they needed to come back for this. And it was like, mm-hmm. done in the most perfect way possible. Yeah. And, um... Let's see. It was like, like Katie mentioned. Um, <laughs> it was real good. She's trying not to She's trying to censor you. Reveal her identity. Like the woman sitting at this table mentioned. <laughs> like so-and-so mentioned. Um, Joe Blow down the street mentioned this. Yeah. Uh, being able to see Andrew Garfield save um, MJ. That was, I don't know. It was very, I think, wholesome. And I think one of the best thing, one of the best moves and like subtle, like just subtle moves that like a director could have made. Oh yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It just kind of completed, I think, Andrew's story. I I really hope that we see more of him. There is rumors that he's supposed to come back for Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, but being able to see him basically redeem himself, because I know a lot of people didn't really like his Spider-Man that much, mm-hmm. which kind of blows my mind, because I really think he did a great job. Yeah. Um, I don't think he sold me on Peter Parker very much, mainly because he was just too cool. <laughs> but like, as Spider-Man, he kind of sold you? Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure. as Spider-Man, I think he did fantastic. Okay. And um, I don't know, it was just good to see him come back and basically redeem himself and show that he is still you know, a good Spider-Man and the whole plot was good and I am sad to kind of see that everybody forgets Tom Holland because I was really starting to like Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, the only the only issue I kind of had with Tom Holland Spider-Man is we don't really get to see him swing around that much. <laughs> it's a very nitpicky thing. We really thing, don't, but, yeah. But like, in, you know, in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, there are m- multiple scenes where you see him swinging around and, you know, just being Spider-Man yeah. and like, you see him swinging around the man in the room. Yeah. <laughs> What's that woman? What's that lady? Lady sitting at the table who shall remain nameless. <laughs> for whatever reason, she shall <laughs> remain anonymous for reasons unbeknownst to her. Can you separate this piece from this piece? Did that lodge it in? I think so. Oh, no, um, but like, for example, um, in Homecoming, you see Tobin, or uh, uh, Tom Holland, like, when he's chasing after Vulture, he steals Flash's car to get to him. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, swing. You're well, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that they did that because it's like, there's a lot of times in comics or games or stuff where it's like, he's just swinging on nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at least he's oh, yeah. kind of rounded it, kind of. But it's yeah. still just like, bro, you can swing on some stuff, right? Yeah, like in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, there's the scene where he's swinging away, uh... From the wreckage after he fights Doc Ock. He's like in the middle of the water, but he's swinging away on something. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's what, like, what did you grab? Like, what is that? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I will say that's that's something that uh, Tom Holland's movies definitely, um, you know, they made sure that it made, every time he did swing, it made sense. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that. It was, it was good, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was good to see all like the classic villain classic actors villains come back, come back too. Yeah. Oh my, I know. Being able to see uh, Doc Ock was mm-hmm. it was really cool. Guy, he was one of my he's one of my favorite villains. But coincidentally, my all time favorite Spider Man villain is the one I'm actually building right now. Venom, yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm 
happy now that um, it is. It looks like you know confirmed that he is in the same universe now as yeah. Tom Holland. Um, but I would have loved. There's rumors that um, Venom was going to be in this movie, and that he fights Spider Man. Yeah, and I was I looking would, forward to that. I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm, that's going to be great. Because that would have been a true uh, Sinister Six. Because that was uh, – a lot of people were really excited about that. But there really only ended up being five villains, which was – I mean, it was fine. It, it still worked, I think. But, it did, yeah. Um, you know, that you fight the Sinister Six in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Okay, yeah. And so it, would, it just kind of would have been cool to see it, you know, in, in theaters. But Sure. I still, I still really like the movie and uh, – I don't know, just seeing all three of the Spider-Man interact was just, like, it was magic. Um, yeah. The person sitting right here saw in the theaters with me. And, um, she... That's what happens when you want to remain anonymous. We gotta figure out something yeah. else to call you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call her, uh, Matey. Matey? Matey. Uh... Our Matey. <laughs> I was, it was like, I felt like a kid. Oh, I felt yeah. like a little kid again watching Absolutely. Like, it was, it was fun because... Um, like you're seeing all these three come back, but then it's like, it was, I, I don't know. I felt kind of bad because I was in that bandwagon of people that was like, I really started liking Andrew Spider-Man after this movie. Cause I was like, oh, you know, they made him a lot more likable and you know, his story kind of made more sense as they went along. But like mm-hmm. back when his, uh, his sequel came out, I was just like, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. It's not that great. Like, mm-hmm. and now I'm just one of the. Many people that's like, bring the Spider-Man 3. I, I would love to see The Amazing Spider-Man 3. But I was kind of the same way when I saw... I, I saw The Amazing Spider-Man 2, like, years after it had been out. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it was great to see him swing around and be Spider-Man. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think he's just, like... His Peter Parker was my problem. He's just too... He's too cool. Sure, yeah. And Peter Parker is supposed to be, like, you know, like, the shy, like nerdy kid like me yeah um, he's not supposed and, to be um, like a, a cool guy he's supposed to be like well he's like just, this kind of keeps to himself mostly just kind of dude that hangs out and is really smart mm-hmm. yeah and then i i kind of got that more from toby mcguire than i did with yeah. uh, andrew garfield yeah but um and they still both did fine oh yeah spider-man but um what pizza time Pizza, oh, pizza sounds so good. Oh, yeah. um, pizza always hits. That's right. Let's see. Um, okay, let's grab this piece here. I'm, I am really glad that they brought like Venom into the into the MCU. Like, there's possibility yeah. now of it happening. I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm ready. Because I, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Tom Holland has been confirmed to have three more movies, right? Or at least another, uh, I thought. At least he's still going to be MCU Spider-Man. He's still going to do it for at least... If, I only remember really one, but they might have said he's getting a whole another set of movies. But I honestly can't remember. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and find that out. But I, know, I, I thought I heard something about that, but I, I, I could very well be wrong. But um, if that is the case, oh. Yeah, count me there for all of it. I will be witnessing it all. Yeah. Oops. Um, hold on. All right. Uh, I am going to shift gears a little bit because I want to do a segment that I haven't done in a long time for this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whenever I have a guest on and it's their first time being here, I always ask them the story of how we met. Mm-hmm. So, Jake Smith, how did we meet? <laughs> I would say it's through... <laughs> through through Mady. Through Mady. Through Mady. Um, we, we started dating back in... Um, 
December of last year. Uh, so during during still the COVID times. And it's I talking remember talking about you, Katie. It's yeah. Talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not using any names. I promise. Um, <laughs> but then I believe the very the first day we actually did uh, meet in person was at IHOP. Okay. I think I met you, um, Andrew. And That's right. Yeah. It was, a, it was Spen- yeah, Spencer. And yeah. Bethany. We all were at IHOP. Mm-hmm. And um, we were at, at first discussing, I think we were going to discuss a potential spring break trip. We were, yeah, because we were looking at a, like, I think we spent that time doing something, like, talking about payment and, like, how we could get there. Mm-hmm. And then we started looking for a place, which we should have done first. But, you know, <laughs> we learned. Well, but did you all end up going? I, I don't think I ended up going with you guys on that trip. But did this you past December? Or that was, that time we met. It was that time we met. Did you? I, did no, we didn't. Did. It, it, it didn't. Like pan a tribute. Pan pan pan. Pan. Yeah, that trip kind of failed. But uh, and I I don't think I went this past time that you guys went to Gatlinburg. Stand. No. I'll have to head up the next time for sure though. But yeah. but yeah, I believe that was it. And then um, I know I'm I'm going slow. I She's whispering about something over there. Yeah, she's saying I'm going slow in my Legos. That I am. I need to. I get more pieces for bag. Yeah, I know. Like, they kind of like loaded them all in these in these bags. They did, yeah. They filled that in. So. <laughs> um, but then uh, shortly after that, um, you guys moved into this house, and mm-hmm. that's when I started coming over here and hanging out more, and then got to get to know you for that mainly, and then yeah. talking about Star. <laughs> I think I noticed your Mandalorian necklace one day, and I was like, "Ooh, Star Wars!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have. Like, I'm thinking about it now. I have way too much stuff that's, like, Star Wars, but Mandalorian-specific. Uh-huh. Like, I have this I'm wearing right now. I've got a Mandalorian shirt. Oh, I now have this case. helmet. you got the phone case. I've got a Mandalorian phone case. I've got a sticker on my phone case of a Mandalorian thing. Yeah. And then I've got a Lego set of it and then an actual helmet, which I still love. So. I need to get me a helmet. Yeah. I have more questions. I recommend. You guys have both. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a couple Star Wars Squishmallows. Yeah. But I only have the one. It's just a giant, huggable baby Yoda. It's great. <laughs> and that's all we need. That's all you need in life. It's just a huggable baby Yoda. Do you think you could possibly separate these two pieces? <laughs> I could do my best. For the oh, life boy. Try. Oh, there we go. Oh, thank you. I'm a genius. <laughs> I think I need this piece here. But yeah, I think and then after that, we just kind of hung out here more and then yeah, just kind of... Gradually had more conversations about Star Wars and Marvel and other various topics. Much to the uh, <laughs> the person sitting at this table's dismay, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was not very happy about it. Nor is right now. <laughs> She's, if only she you can see the face very... she just saw. <laughs> she doesn't seem very happy at the moment. <laughs> but um, we'll honestly, convert her eventually. It, we'll, we'll get we'll get you there. Uh, honestly, man, that's that's about all I got. So, um, like, do you want to bring up anything? You want to shout anything out or? Well, shout out to to Ryan for letting me be on your you know your your show. Well, thank <laughs> this you. First podcast I've ever much, been man. on. And I appreciate it's that. been a lot of fun. So yeah, love to come back and could definitely bring some uh, Mandalorian quiz game. For oh, the next absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and Mady here could read the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be fun to do. So, all, all right. right. Well, I, well again, again, thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. thanks for thanks for taking the time out to do this. It was, oh, it was a blast. This man. Was awesome. So I, do, I can't wait to listen back and listen to the other. I need to listen to the other recordings too. I would recommend sure, it. So. Yeah, the uh, the other people I've talked to have had some really 
good episodes. Sweet. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, again, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you uh, again. Thank you for having me. Thank you, person at this table, for sabotage and making some pretty funny moments. And singing Olivia Rodrigo. Yep. That's my job. I might get struck down for copyright, but we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but until the next episode, see you guys later. Right. Goodbye. Peace out.